The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Cheerleader KP, you don't get to dictate what Otis does in the ring. Do it for the people. Most what of everybody wants to see. Ali from the top 450. Oh. Nails it. Hooks the leg for the victory now for most of Ali who gets it. Maria's not finished yet. Ripley gonna do it again. Oh. A second riptide, and back into the prison lock submission. Dana Brooke writhing in agony. And back here on Monday Night Raw, Natalia making her way to the ring. Natalia always seen as the experienced one, the gatekeeper in the women's locker room. Now you're not in any particular hurry to get to ringside. Natalia, one of the most decorated members of the women's roster in WWE. 
obviously Dom offering some sage advice to Mock. Natalia standing up with Dana Brooke. Nikki now, pace and force. Nikki Cross looking for the tornado DDT. Drugged off by Stark, oh! who answers with a super kick and get ready for this ride. C360. Nikki's rock, Zoe Stark on her Monday Night Raw debut. Xavier Ward has ideas now from a hike. Dominic Mysterio's a long, long way away. Ward's there. Oh! Dragged out of harm's rape by Rhea Ripley. And now can Dominic capitalize? For the victory over. Xavier Ward's and he's got it! As Ludwig Kaiser looking to feast now. Oh! KO Stunner! Vinci, the legal competitor, shoulders down. KO out just in time, didn't see where Vinci was. Super kick. Tag is made. Owen set up and over. Oh! And Vinci eats a halluva kick. And that may do it for the undisputed tag team champions. Damien wants a trip south of heaven. Shinsuke not ready. So savvy and methodical working on the leg now. And a knee bar applied by Nakamura. Priest is in trouble. If Damien submits, Nakamura is moving to the semifinals. Is he gonna tap? Will this be it for Shinsuke Nakamura? Priest in absolute agony. Sacks Frankie Rollins from the heavens. Pedigree. Rollins rubs the leg to advance. He's got it. Rhodes looking for crossroads. Can he put away Finn Balor? Miz, Miz is going to steal it. Miz is going to steal it. Rhodes back in just in time. Cody's feeling it. Crossroads. Cody looking for a little insurance. And a second crossroads. Will the third time be the charm? Here we go. Can Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, put away the Miz to advance? What the hell? Brock Lesnar. Oh! F5 to Cody Rhodes. And there's no disqualification in a triple threat match. Brock Lesnar needs no bigger reminder than the stitches in his forehead that he has unfinished business with Rhodes. Cody Ross. Back inside we go and Finn Balor now. They capitalize and advance. She was, she's not here, guys. You guys are idiots. She's not here. <laughs> but it's funny, you bring up that name because that name,
That's what my daughter wanted to call her doll. She said, I said, what do you want to call her? She said, Becky Lynch. And I said, well, why would you want to call her Becky Lynch? And she said, oh, because she's pretty. And she... It's even funnier than the no, second. Guys, no, 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 no. The joke is done. Cut the music, guys. It's done. The music is The man is here. The man of the masses! Go in and treat a Hall of Famer! Backsploder! Unfinished business! With Holy Rose! Good God!
Monday night Machismo Thursday edition. I am your host Jimmy T and my co-host is, I don't even think I need to introduce him at this point. He is the opinion haver times two, even though I say he's times three. He is a Rip Rogers guy and he is the vet. Jamie Williams, welcome back to the Machismo, my friend. And what's crackalackin'? Oh, not much, you know, just hanging out, uh, minding my own business, and all of a sudden I get a message from the, you know, the man from the PWC, Jimmy T, saying, am I free? And I'm like, yeah, G. And uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, man. If, if, there's anyone, if there's anyone I can rely on at this time that's probably up, it's the vet, man. <laughs> Straight up, you know what I mean? Everyone else is like, ugh. 8 o'clock onwards or whatever, you know what I mean? 8 p.m. Eastern, that is. And I just think it works out perfectly when you're around at this time because I am too. So we're here to talk Monday Night Raw, though. Oh, that's not going to work out. That's not going to fucking work out. I know, out. I know. Well, you can find me at Opinion Ever on all the social media <laughs> platforms. Uh, uh, what do you think we do it on a Thursday these days, man? Even though it's supposed to be Monday nights, but no one wants to stay up for Raw, man. Shouldn't we want to? Shouldn't we want to do a... Like an impact preview show, or perhaps a <laughs> Ring of Honor preview show, you know, like point. anything but talk about Monday Night Raw. Which, uh, well, well, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Jim. Somebody's got to do it, man. I mean, look, we've even got a new machismo layout and everything. Oh, so yeah, yeah. even a new thumbnail. So, but before we get into Raw, though, Fit, I just wanted to ask you, man. Coming off a ruckus backlash i mean shit uh, this must have been the most fun pay-per-view or ple whatever you want to call it that i watched all year man and i'm being truthful in saying that and it's probably because of the crowd but it made everybody want to work hard man and uh take i mean i've got to take my hats off to puerto rico bro mm -hmm. yeah i mean they don't um they don't get a lot of wwe events <laughs> 2005 that was the last one they did which i remember that i for some reason i remember that pay-per-view um that was the one where uh i think there was an elimination chamber on that one right the new year's revolution or whatever it was it was and it was in puerto rico right in 2005 you're talking about yeah but but in you know the one the thing i remember for that is uh you know, tough enough one winner Maven coming out and getting beaten three times in a row in three three separate matches in three different ways. Like, I'll never forget that. Also, uh, didn't Batista win the World Heavyweight Championship or the WWE Championship that night? Did he? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember Maven. I just remember Maven and his three instant matches. That's all I remember. Where is Maven these days? I don't know. <laughs> well... God help him, that's for sure, wherever he is. But uh, yeah, no, I remember that actually quite fondly in a way. Not fondly, but it w put it this way though. I remember watching that live back then, 18 years ago. Fuck, time flies, vet. I mean, shit, yeah. we're getting old, bro. It felt like yesterday. But I could have sworn it, the fans weren't anywhere near this energetic like they were this past week, that's for sure. I don't remember. I'd have to look. But actually, now that you mention it, you know... 2005 January it would be one month like about a month after that pay-per-view took place that I would be packing up my bags and moving to Louisville Kentucky to, oh, to wow. attend OVW wow yeah, well, there you go I mean you would have been a young whippersnapper back then vet oh yes a young a young <laughs> whippersnapper the ripe <laughs> old age of 24 which is like <laughs> 
you're already an old man if you're starting <laughs> at 24, you know? Well, Granted, you know there's people that have been, that have started, you know, later, but... Um, Batista. Batista, yeah, Batista for one. DDP. DDP, you know, so it does happen, but like, I, I get there and it's all a bunch of like... 18, 19, you know, yeah, like these no. kids that are still in high school or just out of high school. So, um, so yeah, you know what? um, I think 24 was, is a good age to actually get into professional wrestling in a way though, man, you, you starting to get not, not even your physical peak yet, but I think it's the right old age to actually get into that shit. When you're real young, you might have like, uh, you know, indie issues, I mean, indie issues, like being young issues, you know what I mean? Ego issues mm-hmm. and whatnot, thinking you can just rule everything. And then, you know, you, you come crashing down. I think, uh, well, did you go into it all innocent, actually, Vet? Uh, define innocent. Well, I'm sure you knew the business from a fan's perspective at that point, right? Yeah, I guess I, guess I felt like I knew about as much as you could know if you'd never really touched it. Like, I right. felt like I knew a lot. And then going there and being around it and the people and just learning that stuff shows you really how much you just don't know. You don't even see with your own two eyes what's going on, you know? It would have been an eye-opener, that's for sure, man. But you would have heard the eggshells and all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Kind of. I mean, I, I really was just kind of like a... A normal fan. I wasn't, you know, on the internet like All that. All in, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So, so I, I, it wasn't exactly the same, but still, I, I kind of knew what I was, what I was getting into, and, um, you know, it's nah, long. Long story short, it, it, the business just didn't end up being for me, um, but it, it, not everything, but the the actual wrestling and having matches part. That part was fun. That part was a good time, um, but it's everything around it. But anyway, that's enough about me. Let's go back to Backlash from, what was it, Saturday? Was it Saturday just Saturday? Night in, in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I watched SmackDown, obviously, and I didn't get the same vibe. I thought SmackDown kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. But Backlash, I don't know, man. I, I was... Uh, I was bopping, bro. Like, it was fun watching it. I had to watch it the second time just to see that I really enjoyed it as much as I did. And you know what? I don't know, man. Like, it was good. Like, but I wanted to watch it from just not worrying about the fans' perspective, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It was pretty predictable. Shit, we predicted absolutely everything, right? No shit except for the Usos and... uh, uh, what's it called? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens match. And, uh, you know, the bloodline against the other three. And Riddle, obviously. And um, everything else we got right. From Savio Vega appearing with, with the... Uh, even to the point the lost Boricua's version. <laughs> we got mm-hmm. right. Even Carlito popping up. Spinning in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Literally. Um, yeah, like we got everything right on that show, man. If only we put money on it. Well, um, just I guess just real quickly to give my sort of impression of the show is like I knew that it would be you know anytime the WWE goes somewhere they haven't been in a while the crowd seems very receptive right why oh, wouldn't they sure. be they wouldn't book a place that you know 
wouldn't know the product or be ready to receive the product, right? So they they knew what they were doing. And, um, you know, so I, I give the crowd, you know, a 10 out of 10 for their participation in the show. I give the WWE maybe like a 4 or 5 out of 10 for knowing how to maximize that crowd. Because there was a lot of things, there's a lot of things that they didn't do that they could have done to make it even hotter. So it was like the crowd was holding up their end of the bargain, and I think the WWE let them down somewhat. For one, there was a weird card order. Like, the idea that you're putting Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar on last. Oof, oof, that was a big mistake. Or anybody that you thought could follow the Bad Bunny match. No, that was the main event. That should have been the last. Especially with the way that all went down. Mm-hmm. I, I even said it while watching it. I was done. By that point, I was like, this should be done right here, right now. And that's that. For whatever right. reason. Yeah, no. Couple more matches. We got a couple more. Like, now, 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 like, it's like, we, okay, we did the main event for you guys. Now we're going to get our story shit over. So we're gonna yeah. do our we're gonna do our meaningless six man tag match with no stakes on it, and then we're gonna do this match with the two whitest blondest guys that we got, <laughs> right? So, um, it was it was uh, it was it was uh, what what's what's it? Homelander versus Jimmy Wang Yang? <laughs> oh um, shit, Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah, Jimmy Wang. Actually, he's he's Jimmy Wang Yang, but he dresses like Trish Stratus, so he's uh, brishy. Brushy Lesnus, Brushy Wang Lesnus, is that what we're gonna? Brushy Lesnus. Yeah. So whatever, whatever he's got going on, I'm not interested anymore. And Cody Ronda. Cody. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, so that was weird having that, having that right there. Even within the Bad Bunny Street Fight, the way they did things was weird. Like you had, first of all, Sabio got a huge pop, right? But you already showed him. That's true. So they knew he was there. So they fucked that up, um, and then they had they they called him out so that he could call out the LWO who are much less over. Oh, it no, shouldn't no, it have no. been the other way around. Like, shouldn't the LWO have called out Savio for the big pop? Exactly. Like instead, <laughs> instead he calls them out, and the crowd goes, eh, "Yay, yeah, I guess, I guess." Oh, like that. But what are what are they gonna do? They're hype, right? Um, and then. Uh, yeah, the the Carlito thing was good, but he doesn't have the sort of entrance music that really gets the crowd fired up. It's still that same like slow ass, you know, song that he had like 20 years ago. So it's not it's not the exact kind of music that you hit and, and fire the people up when the needle drops, right? So just wow. dumb shit. He should have just ran out there full speed. They would have seen the afro and known who it was. You didn't need to hit the music, right? Um, well, lots I mean, of, lots of shit like popping that. Though, still. I mean, but the music is like, terrible. Hey. The music is terrible for a run-in. He does not have a good song for a run-in. <laughs> That's not you know? cool, Vic. Come on now. <laughs> Are you, do you disagree? Like, No, 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 no. His song really does suck. But yeah, now like, it's sort of... Uh, you you want to fire the people up to see him, and then it's like... <laughs> like, that's not getting Carlito. anybody hyped, bro. Yeah. Just yeah, it's just... just <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 so there were so many things like that, you know. Um, well, you know, other interesting things was... Uh, 
They were very anti-Bianca for some reason. Yeah. But at first they were cheering her when she was coming in, though, which was right. And then for whatever reason, they just turned, man. Yeah, it's just they, they, maybe they just want to see a new champion or or whatever, you know. I can but. see that. I know people like argue about is she the female John Cena and and whatnot. Uh, well, she's not there yet, but she's getting there. Yeah, I just think they don't know what to really do other than just keep putting her over. So well, and it's not her treading fault, water. right? Uh, no, yeah. absolutely, it's not even her fault. I just don't understand how she's the Raw Women's Champion, but. She's a SmackDown wrestler or whatever it is. Yeah, she's Raw, right? Or SmackDown. I, I can't even tell anymore, man. Well, she went She went to... Didn't she go to SmackDown or... Yeah, I, I think know. she went from Raw to SmackDown. But then you got Rhea Ripley, who's a SmackDown women's champion. They're both on SmackDown. Like, uh, they're they're both on SmackDown in this current moment. No, but they she's have on both Raw. Titles. No, yeah. But no, no. Rhea Ripley's a Raw wrestler, right? With the SmackDown women's championship. And um, Bianca Belair is on SmackDown now. With the Raw Women's Championship. Mm. Why can't they just fucking swap the titles over or some shit? Well, last time that happened, uh, remember when uh, oh, was that was Charlotte? the whole... Yeah, the famous Becky and Charlotte. When we, that's when oh, we found Becky, out they weren't it. friends anymore. Right, right, right. I remember. Which was pretty bad, actually, and pretty corny. But then why would you book this to happen? This is on them. They knew what was going to happen. Now they're in a fucking sort of position I th- where I think it's I think it's better if we don't talk about that and just try to uh, try well, try to the, just yeah what, what is the point really like try trying well, to the men in black stick thing you know what I mean Psh, right I forgot I even said it yeah exactly neuralizer um, well, that's it the neuralizer <laughs> yeah just just I don't know so anyway there was that that was that was noticeable um, there was uh, what was another thing I felt like I felt like Zelina was getting like yeah she got a good reaction but were they cheering the flag I or were they the cheering thing. her? That's what I said, bro. That's exactly what I said, man. Were they cheering the flag or were they really cheering her? I was, and I don't want to say anything bad about Zelina. I, I but, said the same thing, dude. But like, <laughs> you know that part on on SmackDown where she's out there and they give her the microphone and before she says anything they cut her off. Yeah, Remember that? She can't speak Spanish. I was going to say, yeah, that, is right? that why? They, she exactly can't even why. speak Spanish? She can't, dude. That's a Bro. fact. She really can't, man. Which is so, even worse. Right. So, but hey, your parents, right? So, um, well, nothing against anyone as Puerto Rican that can't speak Spanish. I mean, I don't want to no, say like No, but, but I mean, th- she's out there with that. I mean, you ought to be able to at least fake it, right? Mm. Uh, That's the thing, but. They make it so obvious too. I mean, what other reason would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. You think the people don't know? Like you, you think they, they don't? Know. They don't do their homework? You know? And, and that's the thing. They were even all laying at one stage. Do you think they were laying for her? I highly doubt that, dude. They don't lay for their own, dude. Like that. If yeah. you know what I mean. And and there were quite a few cheers for Rhea Ripley too. So I mean, there was at first, yeah. I mean, well, actually, in in the middle of the match. She started getting chants. I mean, they know. They're not stupid. I mean, Puerto Rico is a hotbed for professional wrestling. They know their shit. So, you know, of course. I mean, they knew that, uh, what's it called? Zelina Vega had no hope in winning. You know mm. what I mean? But still, they made, a, you know, they, they, made, they made chicken shit into kind of chicken salad. I mean, not that I still thought that Zelina was going to win, but Rhea made her look good. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I wouldn't even go that far. But anyway, whatever they were, they tried to some extent. They, right, they, they tried. tried. Well, how can you how can you be good at something you don't do? Like she well, doesn't yeah. wrestle, you know. That's true. I know she is a wrestler, but she's a little out of practice. It's like they dusted her off just to just to do this fucking show, you know, rather than looking ahead, knowing that they booked this building in this city like months in advance, if not years. And they could have said, well, we got to get Zelina unrusty so that she can have this match. But instead, it's just like two or three weeks before the, you know, here she, uh, here she is. Oh, yeah, I forgot. She's with LWO. Okay, let's put her on TV. Uh, but you know what's even funnier, though? Did you notice that this is a House of Black girlfriends match? Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't think about it, but yeah, you're yeah. right. Buddy Murphy with uh, Rhea Ripley and... Uh uh, Alistair Black, or sorry, Malachi Black, Rizalina Vega, so interesting. Yeah, but what nice. Homeboy said is actually a good point. And what up, Homeboy? If she was a true professional, they could have wrote something out in Spanish and she could have memorized it. Absolutely. Yeah, and who's going to do that? They don't have any Spanish writers, probably. Spanish-speaking well, writers. Damien Priest can speak Spanish. Pretty well, he ain't going to write a promo for her. I guess not. I guess not. Well, whatever. It's kind of embarrassing. They were just doing, you know, the Boricua chants. I didn't hear no Zelina chants, did you? I don't re- I recall. No, I don't remember hearing any. I actually really didn't hear any Zelina chants. But I don't know. It could be just me. Uh, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, what about the Bad Bunny match before we actually get into Raw? I mean, his entrance was sick, dude. I loved how he came out to Chambea because... That was the song that I found him like long before he was even a big deal in WWE. Because the Ric Flair video, right? Right. Wasn't that's that how I came across Flair? that song five years ago, legit. Five, six years ago. And when he came out to that, I was like, oh, damn, that's, that was perfect. You know what I mean? Just hearing that. Did he use that there. for his other oh, match? No. Never. His match with The Miz? No? No, no, What no, did he, he do that the, time? The Booker T song. Oh. I thought you may pick. <laughs> you know, that song. Me, I'm okay. man, Booker T. Whatever he says. But yeah, that that song. But that was the first time he used Chambea, and it just it was perfect for an entrance, man. I thought that was just oh yeah. shit, and everyone just singing it. I think that's what got the pop. The song got the pop, legit. When they heard Chambea, everyone just went off their heads. Yeah. Well, as far as the match goes, I mean, you hear people say, you know, I keep hearing people say, oh, you know, Bad Bunny and Logan Paul is better than. 95% of the roster and all this other stuff, you know, which not me. I I'm, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting tired of people saying that cuz you're really disrespecting 95% of the roster when you're saying that. Um not to mention For celebrities bad, maybe, but not not Yeah, he's better than 95% of celebrities that have right. gotten in the ring. Um but like, yeah, he almost died uh because he tried to do that sliced bread and didn't get over uh-huh. and almost landed on his uh, head and neck, so uh, oh, Jesus Christ. And also, how many uh, Michinoku drivers do, do you want to do in a match? Yeah, uh, well, for him and a, a guy, against a guy the size of Damian Priest, none. He did it, though. I'm not going to – I wouldn't do that. I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't do, that I wouldn't do any of this. You know what I mean? It would be like – that's just me, though. Um, but the match that they had, if you overlook the obvious uh, phoniness of the whole thing, oh, come on. especially with that – that part we were talking about where you have all these run-ins and it took like, what was up with when Savio Vega standing there? 
<laughs> Why was Savio Vega standing there for like 45 seconds to a minute doing nothing? Like what was taking so long for the LWO to come out? Well, what I was the no point idea. of that? And, and and furthermore, what were Bad Bunny and Damian Priest doing that whole time? While no, while no, this whole chemist. little story's unfolding in the aisle, where you just have Finn and Dominic with their dicks in their hands, just I like, was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, maybe they were just playing with themselves. Maybe, uh, but it wasn't entertaining to watch. So, um, yeah. look, it was it was a mess. Really, the match was a was a mess. But it wasn't even about that. I think it was just a spectacle. The crowd were just bopping the whole way through it. You know, they were doing the Benito chants, which is his actual name, his shoot name. Uh, look, it was just a spectacle. Really, I thought this kind of exposed Bunny a little bit. Mm. You know what I yeah. mean? He looked better, actually, at Mania and at, uh, at the Rumble in many ways. But here, I felt like it, it showed that he doesn't really know that many moves you know what i mean in professional wrestling you know he knows your canadian destroyers he knows your michinoku drivers sliced bread where he botched it anyway that's about it that's all i saw other than him using weapons yeah well oh, and um, a figure four <laughs> sorry yeah four moves hey you know well yeah. it, it, that that's Woo. that's that's not really the important part the more important part of it is the idea of it is like if anybody can just come in and do this then it's it's not that you know i guess i guess is it jimmy is it so far gone that we just accept bad bunny without batting an eye like oh yeah he can compete with the wwe wrestlers like on an even playing field yeah sure no that's that's very easy no 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 logan paul can just come in and go toe-to-toe with roman reigns right off the street there's no (laughs) no issues there like we can just do this like you know i i not only do I not like the idea of that, but even if you even if you just accept that, there's still better business ways to go about this. Like if right. I had somebody that was like a celebrity, I would push this for a long, long time to really try to drive up the fan anticipation. You know, like if someone if Bad Bunny shows up somewhere and some wrestlers like, you know, well, you think you're so tough, why don't you get in the ring? I would have him say like, no, man, no, I don't know. That's your guys' thing. I don't do that. I would have him do that for months and months. Right, right. Like, like, and people think it will never happen. You know what I mean? Until finally it happens. But usually just, yeah, it's usually just completely hot shotted into like, hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to have a match with Damian Priest now. And we're just going to accept this, you know, it just, well, you. No legal liability. No Adam Pierce saying, look, we can't have you in a match. You're not a trained professional. You're not a licensed professional. We can't do this. And I know he's already done it before, but I'm saying even back then, I get you, right. it should have been a build. You you kind of remember how like uh, the Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam thing, like at first. Oh, don't remind me, dude. Well, That's I'm trying to get. Living. Yeah. So you remember how originally at the Rumble after the altercation happened, Lawrence Taylor said he wasn't going to wrestle, right? Like right. he said, yeah, he wasn't no, going to do it. Something like that. Even that, that only took a couple of months, but like you could have dragged this out for a WrestleMania long, long, main long event, time. WrestleMania main event, bro. WrestleMania yeah. 11. Think about that. Yeah. Well, I, I am thinking about it. <laughs> well, was, yeah. Ten, it was more, it was more, it was more over than whatever else they were going to do anyway. So that's the worst mania in history for me by a long shot, even worse than nine. 
Yeah. Well. Two is pretty bad too. Oh, but two, no. Two was bad. I mean, heck, one was even fucking kind of meh when you look back on it now. I mean, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Well, anyway, uh, I, I, it, regardless, I, I don't... <sighs> I don't know. I, to me, I just I don't care about these events like hardly at all. You're never gonna catch me saying, "Oh, I thought this," you know, "I thought this random WWE show." I thought Night of Champions was off the charts. You're just not gonna hear me talking like that. Like this whole this whole company uh, disgusts me. Um, everything surrounding it disgusts me. <laughs> I'd rather the only reason that I even keep my finger on the pulse of it is. Well, for one reason, because I might be called upon to do a show and talk about it like I am now. And two, because there are people that I'm still interested in or people that I know or people that I care about that are still involved in these companies. And I want to try to support them somehow. But really, as far as just WWE putting on shows, I'm never going to look at it the same way. I'm, I'm not going to say, hey, I enjoyed this. I didn't enjoy it. It's 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 work for me to have to watch these shows. So, yeah, I feel you. You know, if you're if you're asking me, what do I think of, uh, you know, what do I think of backlash? Nine thumbs down, whatever. I don't care. It was a waste of my time. Well, but, to be fair, the PLEs, though, are a lot better than watching Raw Smackdown every week, dude, especially this year. I think the PLEs have been pretty good compared to what we're always getting, you know, every Monday and Friday nights. Yeah. Uh, I suppose is that a small a small win a small consolation. I mean, shit. You know shouldn't I mean? shouldn't the pay the shouldn't the low. paid events be better than the regular TV? Isn't that oh, why yeah. you'd be paying to see it? But but think about it. There was a time back in even in the Attitude Era where I felt like Raws and Smackdowns later on when it came along were better than pay per views, dude. Mm, maybe they were. I mean, shit. You know, it is what it is. But Christopher Willen. Says in the chat, what about Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny? Will that work or do both guys need a vet to guide them along? Pun intended. It wouldn't work. No fucking way it would it work right now. No, you know. wanna you wanna you wanna see how they're not better than ninety five percent of the roster? Put those two in a match together. That'll explain. Who's gonna them. call it? <laughs> Either one no, of them. Could, even if they memorize it move for move, it's still just gonna be you're gonna see. No. So just, we don't want it that. wouldn't work. They definitely would need someone like a vet. I mean, to to guide them at first. I mean, uh, I shit, man. I that's couldn't years do away. to help them. <laughs> True. Well, anyway, um, you know what? Let's get into a raw though. There's no point of talking about Cody and Brock because you know that it is what it is. And I guess with the bloodline, uh, I guess. <laughs> I I told you, Jimmy. They they never had a plan. They never had a plan. As soon as WrestleMania was over, they had jack shit. And you're seeing it every week. They didn't have shit. At least if, like I said, if they had put the belt on Cody like they were supposed to, then that would solve your your problem of the champ not being on TV. And it would give the bloodline a whole different, uh, you know, approach that they would have to take to the story. You know, like now, what do we do? Um, it, it really does seem like the way TV has played out. It really does seem like um, they had planned to put the title on Cody all along, and they're just doing the same stuff, except he just doesn't have the title. Because if he had the title, Brock would be coming after him, right? I mean, wouldn't he? 
Since he's not allowed, he wasn't allowed right. to challenge Roman. So as soon as the belt's off Roman, he'd go for the belt. So that storyline makes sense. All this Roman Reigns is gone. What are the Usos going to do shit? That would be what would happen if Roman Reigns had lost the title, right? So everything's right. playing out the same, except you didn't pull the trigger. So now we're and, now, and- now now they're getting exposed that they've got nothing. They've got no ideas. They've got no plans. Nothing looks good. They bring a new belt out of nowhere, and we're supposed to be interested. This is what we get. And, and the thing is, like, it's obvious now they're going to try to get Cody to SmackDown, right? That's where it feels like it's leading to. Yeah, isn't that brilliant? I mean, what else can you do if they if they want to finish the story? I mean, after what we got on Monday night, which we might as well segue into it, as a matter of fact, I won't even bother going into the promos and whatnot at first. But basically, you know, he's in the tournament. He ends up losing his match thanks to Brock Lesnar. Thanks and to Jimmy Wang Yang dressed like Trish Stratus. Jimmy Wang Yang, exactly. Dressed like Trish Stratus. It's true. With the cowboy hat and all, dude. <laughs> but anyway... Um, that's the only way they would be going, right? But like you said, it's too little too late at this point. Where are we building with Cody? I'm hearing rumors that he's going to be winning the Money in the Bank briefcase and he'll cash in on Roman when the time, I guess, is right. It's going to suck. Well, I predicted that too. If he didn't win at Mania, he was going to go down the Money in the Bank route. And if that happens, I can how, just see how is that? How is that satisfying for fans? You had the big build-up. You had the big lead. You had the marquee match. You had the main event slot last last match, last night, WrestleMania, big moment. You fucked him. <laughs> so now he's going to get a little suitcase, and he's going to come in, he's going to cash it in. Like, that is the weakest shit. I'm already not interested. By the time Money in the Bank even happens, I'm not interested. So You had you your chance, about... and you blew it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, choker. That's all he is. Even the finish with Brock Lesnar, I hated, dude. Yeah, so uh, come it on. It made him look weak to me. Everyone says I'm I'm an idiot for saying that, but I felt like it was very uneventful and kind of made him look. No, if like, you take if you take a shoot if you take a shoot buckle to the face, and bleed, and black your eyes, and Cody hits two finishers on you, he should just pin you. That should right. be the end. There's no shame in that. Now you just look like a dumbass if you couldn't roll your shoulders slightly to the left or right and get pinned by that weak shit. So, or just let go of the hold. You know, like you look like a moron. Would you rather look like a moron or would you rather just put a guy over clean? Right. I'd rather right. just put the guy over clean. Um, it's true, man. But this is what but we no, get. yeah. So this is what we get. They think they're they think they're protecting Brock. Fuck that. You didn't protect Brock when you had Seth smash over him in five minutes <laughs> and become the Beast Slayer. And then yeah. and then you didn't you didn't protect Brock when you had Cody beat that guy with one arm in Hell in a Cell. So with two That's arms, so, stupid so with two arms, by my math, Cody should have beat Brock in two and a half minutes because he had both the, the, use, the use of both of his arms. Right. So right. And he did pin him with one arm because he had the other arm in the Kimura. So that's twice that Cody's beaten a main eventer with one arm. So now you're telling me that this, you know, uh, I'm getting worked up. It's stupid, dude. It's stupid. And like Media M5 says in the chat, 
More like dollars down the toilet. Yes. I mean, especially after, like you just said, they built him up like beating Seth Rollins with a torn fucking pick, right? One arm. And then just for him to lose a mania, you've done all that shit for what? Right. And, like, and Roman's Reign, Roman Reigns not a strong champion. He's had to cheat to retain his title in every single match that he had, outside interference. Like, he always escaped by the skin of his teeth. He could he could barely handle fucking Logan Paul, like I said. So, like, it's not like Roman is some invincible monster. You're putting a number, an arbitrary number, next to his, his days as champion. But all that is was, like, the whole thing is that he's held on to the belt and acted confident but in every one of those matches he's you know it's not like he did it himself so it's not like he can't be beat it would have been the time it was the time they didn't do it they fucked everything up if they ever do it now it's not going to mean as much or anything at all you know and and you're seeing it you're seeing it play out um on monday night raw on smackdown you're seeing how they just have no idea what to do next well, speaking of no idea, I mean, we got six Raw contestants, six SmackDown contestants for a Raw World Heavyweight Championship, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I thought the brand split comes into effect now. Ah, I don't think about it too much, Jimmy. Like ah, I said, wait, wait. where's the nope. one? The, <laughs> the neuralizer? <laughs> the neuralizer. I forgot. What yeah, what you saw, what you said. saw there, Jimmy, that was uh, some swamp gas reflected <laughs> off the light of Venus <laughs> and uh, made you it. think that there was raw only contestants for this championship. No, well, what's going to happen? It's. It, I see people saying this. It's, it's very simple, even though it's stupid. Um, <laughs> what's going to happen is if a SmackDown person actually won the championship, then he would just have to come to raw. And then if he ever lost that championship, uh, he'd probably go back to SmackDown and act like it never happened. But as long as whoever holds that belt has to appear on Raw. I mean, that was the deal. So. But it's just stupid still. I don't care. Uh, anyway. I know it's stupid. Well, hey, Todd Brandley's in the house of Comic King. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. What's going on, Todd? Thanks for joining us. But, yeah, no. Nah, I'm confused, bro. It, it is what it is. But uh, let's get into a Raw, though, vet, because... Well, we were getting into Raw already, but let's go back a little bit because we see Damien Priest is interviewed at Gorilla. He says Bad Bunny did, did his thing, but it's his name that's going to live forever after it took a whole island to bring him down. Well, that's kind of true because that's what baby faces do, Vet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they bring more numbers in the hills. But anyway, I digress. Now he's going to put Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins down and we'll see whether it's him or Finn Balor. That brings the World Heavyweight Championship home to the Judgment Day. And that brings us to our first WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament first round match. And that is between Damian Priest versus Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I will say this. I didn't mind the matchup. I thought Seth and Shinsuke kind of intrigued me. Have they really even faced each other? Because I kind of like that matchup. Yeah, they have. They have? I don't seem to remember. That's what's funny. But nevertheless, Seth Rollins does end up winning via a frog splash on Shinsuke Nakamura. And, you know, we're going full steam ahead with Seth Rollins. Because <laughs> we all know that's who's going to win this championship, right? Uh, the odds on favorite, I would say. I mean, it's going to be him and AJ, I think, in the finals. 
think. Maybe AJ. I mean, more than likely, I think I could just see it, man. Rollins versus AJ. They've got history. They go way back. AJ does the job for Seth, and he can go laughing all the way to the World Heavyweight Championship, supposedly. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't really... I, I, it's hard to comment, because like, none of this shit means anything. So, uh, like, like, I, like I said before, the introduction of this belt out of thin air... How are you supposed to care about it? I, I, I really don't. I don't. All, all, all you're saying is you're not the real champion. That's basically what this is saying. Um, and not so <laughs> you're 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 burying Roman Reigns because who cares how long you can hold a title if they can bring a new one out anytime they want. Um, Seth Rollins already been the champion. He's been the guy. He's carried the company multiple times. We've already seen what it's going to look like. The fact that you added fans singing doesn't really change much. So oh, yeah, they're probably they're probably gonna give it to him, and just so that it's like, you know, I don't know, a consolation prize is the only that's the thing that's the words you keep hearing tossed around in relation to this world heavyweight championship, and I think that's the best way to describe it: a participation trophy, a consolation prize, <laughs> a participation uh, trophy. Yeah, let's bring back the twenty four seven belt. If you want a champion to, if you want to, if you want a champion to truly defend for Monday Night Raw, I mean, what's more defended than the twenty four seven title? That that title's been defended more times than every other championship combined in history. So, you know, I, I would say that's a more prestigious title than this World Heavyweight Championship is. Well, can we call it the twenty four seven World Heavyweight Championship? Is that, is that possible? Might as well. Is it, is it any less ridiculous at this point? Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, shit. Let's bring back, let's bring back the days of guys like in their hotel rooms <laughs> trying to sleep and somebody trying to sneak in and pin them. Let's, let's, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, even at airports, I mean, we can be yep. anywhere. When you're the raw champion, you're literally defending that anywhere, any place, anytime, even on yep. SmackDown at this point. So yeah, he gives a fuck about this belt because at the end of the day, Roman Reigns has the legacy titles, right? And which still confuses me because he will still be the undisputed champion, right? Well, not anymore. As soon as you introduce a new title, the championship's disputed. <sighs> the only way he <sighs> could be undisputed is if he grabs that title too. That's you the probably only way. say, that belt's beneath me. I can see him saying that. Like, I don't even need that. I've got two, I've got the two titles right here. Yeah. I mean, or he could, uh, or he could win it and then just throw it off a bridge, <laughs> like Stone Cold in the Rock. <laughs> Why not? Someone went fishing for that belt and got it. Actually, vet, yeah, legit. Like that's that's a true story. Well, Chris Willen asks a question. Got to admit, if it ends up so between Rollins versus Styles at the PLE, would or could be a great match. Your thoughts? Yeah, it will be a good match because it's Rollins. And AJ, I mean, what more can you say? Right, Vet? Yeah, I'm sure it'd be fine. I'm just not into that kind of match that those guys do anymore. And, banger uh, after banger, Vet. Yeah, and again, <laughs> uh, I think we've seen that one too. So, uh, Well, like Todd says, that's why Vet is here, to make sense of this nonsense. Exactly. And he also says, and if it's undisputed, then what's all the fighting about? Well, Trying to figure yeah. that one out. Ourselves. Just give up, guys. Roman Reigns <laughs> is the champion. Just let him <laughs> be the it. champion. We'll make up a new champion <laughs> championship so you can have one, but you can't have his. 
to everybody that's watching right now forget it just forget it wipe it clean from your for your mind hypnotize you neuralize you oh man don't make me put men in black the song on right now <laughs> you might have to I might have to. That could be. You know, Jimmy, the good guys dress in black. Remember that, just in case you ever have to face a face. The good guys also come out with numbers, bro. When there's only three heels. Yeah, that's right. Bullies. They got a whole island. They bring a whole island. You know, I was calling professional wrestling last night on the skirmish. Funny enough, it's going to sound funny. You know how trans is the thing right now, vet. And I don't mean to like offend anyone that's trans. Just hear me out, right? Okay. All right. Professional wrestling is trans right now, dude. Is Think it? about it. What is it transitioning to? Fuck if I know. It's trying to transition into something, but I just don't know what that is. I mean, we're, try- we're trying to transition into a world heavyweight championship, even though it means nothing. And then we've... I have no idea. We're trying to transition into splits. I mean, literally not the splits, but like split brands. But I don't even know what the hell's going on. Like, I'm confused, bro. And I'm sure, you know, trans can be confusing. It can. So, that's why. Well, why, why don't you it. transition out of this train of thought and into our next segment? Well, that's true, Todd. They weren't good guys. It's, it's actually true. But anyway, let's move on. You're right. Um, next, we get Imperium are walking backstage playing down... Uh, playing town crier for Gunther's arrival next week. They run into Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Zayn tells them they're busy to give them five minutes. Imperium aren't happy about it and demand respect, but Sami went back down as Ludwig Kaiser puts a finger in his face and says, with Gunther arriving next week, they'll be in very unf- they'll be in a very unfortunate situation if they keep disrespecting Imperium. Kaiser then asks if if they're like the Usos for Roman Reigns saying there's lots of henchmen running around. And Zayn says, the difference is the Usos took months to take care of and they'll deal with Imperium in one night, I guess, tonight, as Alpha Academy make their entrance. What do you think of this? I kind of like this brash bravado of Imperium kind of thing. I kind of liked the segment in general, but as you know, they're going to get buried anyway and then, you know, big deal. Who's going to get buried? Imperium? Imperium, right. Well, well they haven't been buried anyway. yet, really, so I don't know. No, 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 not buried, buried. But, like, I mean, do they have a chance against Zayn and fucking Owens anyway? You know what I mean? Uh, it's what? only Gunther that everyone that WWE really care about. Yeah. Oh, that could be a mistake. If they get a surprising non-title win or something, no, they're not going to do that. I don't even know why I should continue thinking like they that. They don't do that, as a matter of fact, Vet, but we'll get to that in a moment. Um, oh, shit. I didn't mean that. But anyway, uh, did you like the segment? Mm, no. I think okay. the, was the was the only reason that Walter's not there because he's still on his honeymoon. I think so, yeah. Did you see that wedding photo, by the way? I mean, I've seen a couple different ones. But did you see the freak show with the way they were both smiling? Man, it's pretty scary, bro. No, but congratulations. <laughs> no, absolutely. Two, two of my favorites, two of my absolute favorites in the wrestling business. Oh, Too well, bad Jimmy retired, but uh, wait, his girl is, was a wrestler too. You don't, you don't, rec- that's Ginny. You don't remember Ginny, the fashionista? Oh, no way. Is that really her? 
You didn't. You didn't know. I that. did not realize, bro. I kid you not, man. I didn't even. It just. You know what? I didn't even look into it. I just saw the picture and that was it. I didn't even look at it properly. I laughed at the meme that was going around about it, but that was it. I actually didn't realize they were together. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, they've been dating Weird. for a long time, obviously, and now they're married. So, well, good on you, man. Well, congratulations to the both of them. Um, I don't know where they went on their honeymoon. Maybe Austria, but <laughs> nevertheless, we get Gunther back this week. Uh, anyway, speaking of trash, we've got Mustafa Ali versus Otis. And Ali wins via pinfall. Via 450 splash. Um, ID gaff it. Uh, why, yeah, why, why is this? Can, can the Alpha I, Academy win any match? Uh, not really. Like, this they would be the one. This would they? be like the one person you would think they might be able Must- to get a win on. Mustafa Ali, bro. The biggest no, loser in no, the company. We yeah, nope. we can't do that. And uh, down in um, down in NXT, they got this guy Tank Ledger, right? And he's another like slightly fat, crazy strong white guy. You know, kind of kind of like Otis was in Heavy Machinery. You know, right? So they're already grooming a new Otis. They're they're like getting re- they're they're getting ready for like. The second coming of Otis. He's he's not, you know, I don't know. He's on. He might be on borrowed time. So you're telling me that uh, he could be on the future endeavor list very soon. I'm talking about Otis. Maybe next year. Yeah. Isn't that what he says? Yeah, baby. Whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Maybe. Uh. Maybe next year. Like or whenever his contract runs out, they just will conveniently not renew it. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, man. I couldn't care less, to be honest. They should have paired up him and Bronson Reed if they were going to do anything. That would have been an interesting team. Well, if he dumps Gable for Bronson Reed, then that could be interesting. Well, they teased it at one stage, and then they just, I don't know, they just decided to do nothing. But Otis has been too much of a joke, and you know why? That's true. Like, at first they found him entertaining, right? And then they put him (laughs) with Mandy Rose as a rib on her, right? And she Poor didn't girl. sell the rib, and they became friends for a shoot. So oh, the no, WWE, so the so the WWE got mad and kicked her down to NXT and buried Otis, and it's never been the same since. That's what nuts. happens when you don't. That's what happens when you don't sell their ribs. You know, if you if if the office tries to punish you or rib you, and and you take you, you take all the fun out of it for them, then your career gets you know they, they take a shovel to it. And that's what I hate about that company, man. Just hearing all those type of stories, man. It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, I don't understand why they do that. And like you said, they became shoot friends, literally. Uh, right. They probably, they probably expected, they probably expected Mandy to bitch about it and be like, why are you putting me with him? He's gross. (laughs) Like they, they probably expected her to be a shoot bitch. And she's actually a nice person and her and Otis became friends. So you know oh well uh then we're, we're breaking this up and um otis you're gonna lose your money in the bank lunchbox and uh and mandy you have to go to nxt now lunchbox totally unrelated to to us ribbing you totally unrelated again the neuralizer comes <laughs> out you play <laughs> anyway chris Williams says something funny here actually vet bronson reed otis 
and recent call-up Odyssey Jones can be the Big Mac squad. I like it. Yeah, yeah pal. Big Max. You got a nice, you got a, a nice fat <laughs> multicultural trio that you can maybe maybe we can get some six man championships. What do you think about that? Okay, un- undisputed six man championships. Or undisputed ten piece nugget championships. Or the lunch Ooh. bunch. Like oh. you said, I like that. The lunch bunch. Sounds good. I like Sounds all tasty. That. The lunch bunch <laughs> Todd says the Mac attack. Yeah, where's the where's the McDonald's sponsorship for this? <laughs> they should be the quarter pounders, man. Oh I man, mean, yeah, double quarter doubles, pounders, doubles, no, triple quarter it. pounders. Because there's three the of them. Stoppers. Forget the heartbreakers, the heart stoppers. I mean, literally, cholesterol, <laughs> team cholesterol. Tell me that wouldn't have a good ring to it. Yeah, I like it. Blood pressure. <laughs> there you go. Fucking hell, man. I think Vince we would, booked it. There you go. <laughs> it's true. Well, anyway, who cares, though? Because next, we've got the Miz cutting a promo in Gorilla about how he's a history maker and the only true workhorse in this tournament. And when he wins, we'll put respect on his name as he makes his entrance. And that leads us to the next matchup for your WWE World Heavyweight Championship tournament first round match, match number two. And that is Cody versus Finn versus Miz. We already know how this ends. I don't even think we even need to talk more about this shit. But Finn Balor wins by pinfall with the Coupe de Grasse. Anything to really report on that we haven't spoken about already? No. This is their. <laughs> this is their. They, they, they think this is a their cool swerve in the booking. Like, oh, oh it's God, so no. obvious that it's so obvious that Cody's going to win this. Oh my goodness, he didn't. Because because <laughs> the, the, everybody assumed that he would get this championship as what a consolation prize. Consolation. Well, Medium 5 says, instead of Bullet Club, it's the Buffet Club. Yeah, pal. I mean, if he makes not? any more jokes like that, you can time him out if you want. <laughs> That's a good one. Anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, Brock just beats Cody to a bloody pop and blah, blah, blah. Big deal. Who cares? Cody is going to smack down one way or the other somehow to get... Roman, but anyway, speaking of though, we got Dana Brooke versus Rhea Ripley next. Where the hell has Dana Brooke been and why is she still part of this company? Can, it's like they just me? forget. It's like they just forget every every week and then it's oh wait a minute, you're still here? Well, have a match with Rhea Ripley, I guess. Well, whatever. And she also done one of those, you know, little promos as she was coming out saying, you know, it's my time now. No, it's not, Dana. But for whatever reason, it's always your time still being part of this company. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't doesn't every time you see her, isn't she always saying like, you know, this is going to be where I turn it all around? And uh, she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like the Yoshihashi of uh, women's wrestling. Yeah, but like, uh, and and she, um, yeah, it's it's like begging for a match on her birthday. Like, like there's always these things where it's like she has to beg to work at her job. I know. It's just, like I said, man, she looks, what's she done to her face, bro? Uh, Lots of stuff. (sighs) Do you realize that Dana Brooke is now, like, she's one of those women that, like, has now had a longer run in the WWE than Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. Well, Stone Cold's run wasn't that long. I mean, it was, what, four or five years when you think about it? 
full, about, I think. It was about eight. He was there from well, he was seven. He's there from like uh, he was there from like ninety six to oh three. So I'm like talking seven about years. when I say run. I'm talking about in ring run. So am I. So seven. He had a seven, seven year years? in. He had a seven year in ring run or there give or take. And uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Dana Brooks been in developmental since 2015. Schnitz. 2015, and she's still useless. Well, Todd says 10 years. If you okay. count NXT, wow. She's been there longer than Stevie, bro. Yeah, a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that are working there that have had a longer active run than Stone Cold Steve Austin now. Wow, unbelievable, man. For whatever reason, she just floats under the radar. I mean, she's got to be the most sweetest person on the planet or <laughs> she's got to be good at something else. Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, this girl actively... Well, Batista doesn't work exactly, there anymore, Jimmy. Exactly. I was just going to say she actively wanted Batista and publicly said it and didn't give a shit. So I'm going to go with the latter, actually. Vet, she's... Uh, yeah. yeah. And even then, I don't even know if I'll... I mean, look at her. Look at her, seriously. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about her. Either way, Rhea Ripley does win by submission with her elevated inverted cloverleaf. Post-match, Rhea hits another riptide and puts Dana right back into the hold until Natalia makes the save. Another beat-up face, just quality vet. As we get a WWE draft hype reel centered around those superstars jump, drafted from NXT, and then we'll move on. But, uh... Anything to say about Natalia? Are you excited because she's going to get run over by Rhea also? No. Um, I wonder, is this like, you think about Rhea Ripley, right? And is 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 it up to her to get these women to get work? Like, are they never going to use somebody like a Dana Brooke or Natalia until Rhea Ripley comes in and says, hey, can I work with these can I work with these ladies? Because you guys ain't doing nothing with them, so I'll, I'll work with them. Like, is it her maybe is she suggesting it is she trying to use some stroke or uh, something to try to help them no out idea. or like throw them a bone because i have uh, no idea because why would the office suddenly care you I, would almost I have, have no to guess idea. it would be it would be ria's suggestion right i, I have I, I really can't answer that question because right, then, it doesn't well, if you sound can, like then let's move on <laughs> no because really i don't think i can't see ria saying that but at the same time, I could because at the end of the day, Natalia is a locker room leader. That's a fact. I mean, she basically is the gatekeeper for women's wrestling. She's kind of the modern day moolah when you really think about it. She does have that stroke. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the women really love and respect Natalia, and they're probably like when stuff when they get a chance to pitch stuff to the creative they probably want to do something with her just because they want to do something with her. I guess. For whatever I mean, reason, whether it's to it's to just pay respect or because they actually want to, you know, think it'll be a good match or, or because they feel sorry well, for her sitting around not getting used or... Could be that. Whatever she's the, getting up whatever in the age case now, is. man. She's been there, done that. She should be there just to help everyone else out. But God damn oh, it, homeboy. Yeah. I know he wasn't there for four fucking years, you, you banana. No shit, I'm talking about he's in ring, just in ring in WWE, not for the whole time that he's been there. Jesus, man. I know. Seven, seven years outlasted by Dana Brooke. He signed up in 96, man, and was pretty much gone by 2003. I mean, is that is that seven years? 
Hey, does the clock start again because he had a match at WrestleMania last year? No. Oh, I was going to say he had a 26-year run, but no. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. Come on. Okay. I mean, sorry. look at The Rock's run. The Rock's run wasn't long either. Right. He was about a, a similar amount of time. He came in towards seven the end of 96. Up, think, yeah, about actually. Yeah, about seven, eight. So crazy, man. But anyway, uh, next we get your favorite wrestler. Isn't she from your neck of the woods, actually, Vet? In Who? Zoe Stark. No. Not well, she here. says she's amazing, of course. She says she's amazing at what she does and she has a complete confidence in what she does. She walks over to Nikki Cross who is being a weirdo for whatever reason, Vet. <laughs> I don't know why. I wonder why. And says she's going to succeed because the roster is nothing but weirdos. She ain't wrong. She challenges Nikki to a fight and Nikki's weird about it and we do get that match soon. So Nikki Starks is a big bad bully now on Raw, right? She just comes on in and uh, takes over. No pun intended. Yeah, this was the best part of the show. <laughs> Nikki being Nikki, it's true. <laughs> she, Nikki, she's gonna get fired shortly, bro. I feel it. Yeah, just like her husband. Just like um, oh. so. So this was this was easily to me this was the most interesting and best part of the show was Zoe Stark's little backstage interview here because, I mean, obviously I have to cover NXT, so I'm well aware <laughs> of Zoe Stark. Um interestingly enough i was listening to the raw review on a russo brand with uh with vince and stevie and ben and russo started cutting this promo about how um you know like anybody can be a wrestler now and all this other stuff and and he was so he was like he was really hot and passionate about it and i i kind of wasn't like i was like everything he was saying i was like yeah, you know what? Yeah, Vince, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But then I realized, hey, wait a minute. You're talking about Zoe Stark? Don't talk about Zoe Stark like she's one of these people off the street, bro. Like, I, I didn't understand why he chose that person to unleash I, that torrent of... I get it because, it said, look, she kind of comes across like a bit of a... Uh, I don't want to sound... It's going to sound bad. I used to say she looked like kind of like a method, dude. Uh, what? No. no, 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 no. Go back a few a while ago when she first was around NXT. She had a bit of a, uh, I don't know, man. Me and Chris used to make fun about it. <laughs> I think that's why he said that, man. But he doesn't know that. All he saw was this episode of Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. That changes things. Since when has Vince Russo ever watched? He doesn't even watch SmackDown, so he's not going to certainly watch <laughs> NXT. But the point is, he cut this promo about how anybody can be a wrestler now and i'm like you're talking about the wrong person zoe stark has made her debut 10 years ago dude she's really? she's been wrestling for 10 years she's not she, somebody that just showed up and decided to be a wrestler one day and she's good at what she does and this of all the i don't know and of all the um of all the uh women that um you know they had an nxt that they call up and then just hand a script or whatever, because she was clearly handed a script here. She almost made it sound like it was her own stuff that she was saying. She's done well. No, she did. She really did do Right. Well. And it was funny how she was pointing out, like, all we got on Raw is a bunch of weirdos, because they do. And Nikki's sitting over there talking to herself, like on the little, sitting on the little box or whatever, and talking to some scaffolding or whatever she's doing. <laughs> scaffolding. And, and yeah, and, and uh, so I, I don't know. It, it's weird. 
Uh, it I, is weird. I, it's bizarre. I didn't know that he would disrespect uh, Zoe like that. But in any case, yeah, she's not the one. That's not that's not the one you want to talk about. If you want to talk about, you know, these, I thought he was talking about celebrities. Like I thought he was talking about Bad Bunny because he was saying anybody can come in and do this now, and and it's disrespectful oh, to the wrestlers. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, he must be talking about Bad Bunny. Like I, I didn't know. No, he was talking about Zoe. So that was very very odd. Did did Bean and uh, and Stevie agree to that? Bunny they case? they yeah. didn't stick up for her whatsoever. Oh. Damn but they boys. didn't. They Come didn't. On, they boys. didn't necessarily. They didn't. They didn't. You know. I don't know. It, come on, fellas. I know. Hey, we love you, but come on. Let's let's be real. Well, homeboy, he wants me to tell you, but forget it. Let homeboy tell you himself because he says, "Tell the vet." Resident Evil Four Remake is one of the greatest video games ever made. <laughs> That's my response. Ooh, what did that mean? Clip that. Ooh. Clip Ooh. that. <laughs> Can we get brat brat to that one? Yeah. Ooh, All right. So uh, this like was uh, what, what's next, Jimmy? Well, what's next is, as a matter of fact, Imperium in Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I'll just gloss through it, but basically, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win by pinfall with a halluva kick from Sami onto Vinci, and that's that. Goodbye, Imperium already. Nah, I'm joking, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, this is their role. It's That's always their been role. their role. They're they're <laughs> competitive. Role. They're competitive with NXT level talent, but when it Ooh. comes to the WWE, I don't think they've won a match yet. Schnitt. Why not have? I know. Um, I want to see. Uh, what's his name, dude? Um, God, I've gone blank, bro. Uh, hmm. oh my God. Forget it. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> what What did he used to do? Nah, the Russian guy, bro. Fucking from NXT. Fuck, how do I forget his name, dude? The Russian guy from NXT? The Russian dude. Ilya Dragunov? Ilya Dragunov. How do I forget his fucking name when I've been a fan of his even before WWE? Anyway, the point is, I know the history between Gunther and Ilya Dragunov, but wouldn't it make sense to bring in Dragunov into uh, Imperium, make it a bit more interesting and maybe a little more... Uh, how do I put it? More serious? No, no. Okay. No, he's too he's too weird and cartoony for yeah. Imperium. He's just a nutcase, like literally. Well, anyway, I'd love to see him on the main roster. I think he'd. Well, he's too small. That's anything that holds him back. But it is what it he's is. He's not too small. They're like Johnny oh. Gargano on there. Oh yeah, true. Good point. No, you're right. <laughs> what am I saying? Anyway, backstage we get Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green as circulating. And petition and petition to address the injustices of the world. They approach Candice LeRae and your boy Johnny Gargano and uh, Chris and uh, Mikey's girl in Indy Hartwell to sign before revealing that it's actually to get them their rematch for the tag titles. And Indy asks Dexter Loomis what he thinks, <laughs> and he gives a thumbs down as Green and Deville tell them. They'll regret it, and then Gargano's family talk about how the family is back together. In other words, I guess the way is back, or he's coming back here, actually, vet. They're all back. All they need is Austin Theory. I can see it for a little short amount of time, and then, you know, Theory turns on them all. But we'll see. You know, where he uses them to get what he wants, basically, but whatever. <laughs> well, we'll what would see. that be? He's already a United States champion. 
I know. What, what, what does he now need these clowns for? All they do is stand WWE, in a hallway. It's bro. It's, yeah, in catering somewhere. He's WWE, bro. You know how they do that. They'll do that. Don't worry about that. But anyway, um, we get Nikki Cross versus always Stark next. I mean, what do we say other than Stark wins by pinfall via the Z360 and pretty much a squash match, in my opinion. Yeah, the whole thing was just designed to showcase this new person that they just got drafted. And it did. And it, she was the best one from NXT so far to be highlighted, man, and looked strong. So mm-hmm. we'll see where they go with Zoe Stark. Obviously, they see something in her, and hopefully they stick by her, but we'll see. It's one of those uh, things that they could you could see it like she just quietly starts, you know, taking this one little spot on Raw, you know, where right. it's her it's her match or whatever. Confident. And then, and then, like week after week, she's quietly winning these matches until now. You got to really pay attention to her. So you just wake up one day, and all of a sudden, Zoe Stark's a number one contender or something. <laughs> oh, well, look, man, it, it's a good sort of change for her anyway. I think it'll be good for the women's division on Raw, but we'll see. Um, next, Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio interview backstage. She says she welcomes the pressure, but Xavier Woods and Akira Tozawa come along in the middle of a giggle fit. <laughs> this is so dumb. Dominic tells him to stop being so disrespectful. Woods tells him he got dressed out of a lost and found. <laughs> Funny, Woods. And Xavier challenges Mysterio to a match. Re accepts for him, though, as Tazawa <laughs> disappears and Woods goes looking for him. ...pretty cheesy, but I guess funny, I guess. Uh-huh. No, not funny. <laughs> exactly. Whatever, it is what it is, uh, but yeah, whatever. Trish is, is next, though. He's out handing flyers for a missing Becky Lynch as we go to a break. Are you sure this wasn't Brock Lesnar? Oh, well, he could have tricked me. I mean, she looked kind of like Brock. As a matter okay. of fact, Vet, have you seen Brock Lesnar's daughter? Mm, have I? Maybe. Oh, dude. <laughs> Wait till I show you. <laughs> and you tell me if you would be like, <laughs> I'm telling you now. Anyway, she's about to look like what I think she's about to look like. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you now. Put it this way. There is no disputing whose kid that is. <laughs> you think I'm joking? Undisputed? Undisputed Undis- kid? Dude, 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 dude. I'm telling you now. But the good news is, she's a one of the best athletes in what she does. She's a she's a track athlete. She's the best in shot putting apparently in America through the college system. So she's got a bright future. Put it that way, man. So I mean, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying. But uh, oof, dude, yeah, you got to check this out. But anyway, while I do that, uh, Brock Stratus. I mean, True Stratus makes her entrance. And gets on the mic asking if anyone's seen Becky Lynch, reassuring Kevin Patrick that she's going to find his fellow Irish for him. She kind of makes me laugh as she sort of uh, gives shit to the fact that she's Irish and her stupid accent and whatnot. Anyway, everything's going to be okay. She's used all her platforms and tools and we're going to find Becky when she is. We can thank her for it. She says she'll probably find her crying in the corner with her dumb daughter. (laughs) It's so childish. It's funny who is two and can't even name her colors and she won't be coming back to Raw because nobody steals Trish Stratus' spotlight. I mean, Brock Lesnar's spotlight. I don't know. You know how it is. Everyone's confused these days. Jimmy Wang Yang's spotlight? Hi there. Well, howdy. (laughs) Well, howdy. 
Well, anyway, Becky Lynch's music ends up playing and then Trish laughs about her obvious ruse. When nobody comes out, she says Becky's never coming back and wants to tell us and wants to tell us a little story. One time her daughter wanted a cute little doll, so they bought it for her and she wanted to name the doll after Becky Lynch. <laughs> what the can fuck I hit is the that? can I uh, I was hitting the fast forward button on my TV when this was on. Can you I hit the fast me. forward button on your recap, Jimmy? Like, can we just yes. stop right here? Be- Becky, Becky, cut the music plays again, <laughs> and Becky's and, and Trish is like, "No, guys, you already did the thing. Don't do the thing." And then so Becky dumb. shows up from behind her and you know, attacks her and whatever. Yeehaw. Jimmy Wang Yang Styles. Yeah, that was dumb, bro. Does nothing for either one of these women. The Trish Stratus promo was pretty bad. Very like, bad. I felt like, like regardless of how Trish was doing it, I felt the whole the whole on-air segment, I was feeling it die. It was like watching somebody get shot in the stomach and bleed out. <laughs> Look, that old dog yellow. And you knew what was going to happen anyway. Like, you were pretty sure that Becky was... It was either a 50-50 she was going to come back or not. She we did. reported she was, dude, on the extra. We did the extra right before Raw, and we said she's coming back. Oh, congratulations. You guys are geniuses. Thank you. Unless Thank unless you. she didn't come back, and then you would have looked dumb. But either way, <laughs> it worked out. So holy. <laughs> holy shit, indeed. Is this a before and after pick? What's going on? <laughs> That's Trish Stratus and Brock. I see. Or something. All right. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, but really, yeah. tell me that doesn't look like you. So look how big her arms are, bro. Look at her yeah, shoulders. Man. Yeah, dude. She's a beast. Mm-hmm. I ain't fucking with that, Traps. dude. Traps. Yep. Traps. Look at that shit. Like, seriously. Whoa. Look at the chest. My, My God. Goodness. Oof. I feel like we're in the WBF right now, Jimmy. Let's go. <laughs> What's going on here? What has this show turned into? That make me laugh. That's Put real machismo. machismo. That's real machismo, pal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> You, you gotta it. want it. Oh no, thanks. Oof. Yeah, no, Imagine that, right. dude. Well, fuck that. Like I'm telling yeah, you, ain't nobody that's... gonna date her anyway. But knowing <laughs> that her dad is who he is, like you're definitely not gonna date her, right? No, oh, man. I mean, seriously, Vet, would you say that? You know, I mean, I'm just. Anyway, let's move on <laughs> because we've got Dominic Mysterio versus Javier Woods, Vet, and uh, Dominic wins by pinfall via crucifix. And a handful of tights. Uh, was Javier just... Woods invited to backlash? Or... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It? I'm sure he already got the backlash, if you know what I mean. But uh, I will say this: Does he look bigger t- to you? I'm talking about Xavier Woods. Mm, I don't know. Look... I, I didn't really pay attention during this match to see if he was bigger than he used to be. But I mean, he's always been in good shape, at least. Yeah. I, I look at this point. I couldn't care less about Xavier Woods, bro. I don't know. It's weird because he was the king of the ring. He was. but Like, they had him actually beating people. He beat Finn Balor in a singles match to win the king of the ring. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's insane if you say it out loud like that. But it happened. And um, now he's just like, with Kofi gone and Big E still gone, even though on this episode of Raw, I don't know how you watched it, but in the episode... In the, in the episode I saw, I'm pretty sure it was either this episode of Raw or it was on Backlash itself. But they had like a DraftKings ad oh, with yes, Big E. Oh, Backlash. 
Was it Backlash? And it was, it was Biggie. Backlash. And who and who was he with? Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. yeah. So clearly, at some point, Big E was hanging around WWE studios filming something, and they never Dude, thought yeah. to use him to just come on TV and do some backstage thing or. Uh, well, just something. Actually, he has been doing promotional work for WWE because he was here in my neck of the woods with the New Day. As a matter of fact. Doing yeah, a whole but, bunch of media runs. Yeah, so why not? He's been so doing why, shit. why not have him on TV? Uh, I was saying this to Jeff, and he's going to sound very insensitive of me because I don't mean it that way. But do you care right now if if Biggie comes back? Honestly. Well, it would be. Uh, I mean, com- cool com- because he gets over his neck. I didn't want it to sound com- like compared that. to what Jimmy Akira Tazawa. What options do we have? Uh, yes, hey, I care hey, if he comes hey, back. Hey, Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever he says. If he's there, you might as well use him. It doesn't really matter what I think. Somebody cares. Somebody would rather see Big E. Gyrating? Yeah. Cool. Put your meat on my meat, man. Oof. Put my meat on your meat. Damn, man. That sounds a bit... Uh... This is what they. That's what, what you're not. You're not familiar with this new day catchphrase. Well, I'm okay. supposed to be. Jeez. Yes, you're. Uh, you're the ultimate <laughs> wrestling fan that does every does a does a podcast for every single wrestling program. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't get into it that much, Vic. Come on now. But anyway, whatever. Um, Dom gets his uh, win again, and I'm cool with it. I mean, keep going with Dom as much as you can. Milk it. In other words. I don't, oh, by the way, before I move on to the I don't main want to milk Dom. Yeah, I can't understand. Now, who, now who's got some dude interesting terms why? of phrase, Jimmy? Why'd you, Ugh, why'd why'd you, you say that it like for? that? You did that. Jesus, man. Now I can't stop driving. <laughs> now, look. But anyway, um, before we move on to the main event and, and take it home, I wanted to ask you one question. Did you check it on Twitter? With uh, Did you see that video where Trish... I mean, Trish. I've got Trish on the mind. Um... Rhea Ripley and Dom Dom were kind of posing for a picture where, you know, she's on her backside. I'm talking about Rhea Ripley. It says Dom Dom and he's pointing to her ass. Mm-hmm. Did you see yeah. that? Did yeah. you see freaking Buddy Murphy and his response? The fucking idiot. Mm, yeah. Where he's like, well, Dom might have his name yeah, on her fucking ass. I get ass, to touch but, it, yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up, buddy, please. Do us all a favor and just shut up because if you come across... As insecure, a of Dom, like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. I will say this though, Dom and Rhea look okay, all right as a couple, man. I've seen a few videos of them two hanging out in uh, Puerto Rico, and uh, I don't know, dude. Could he be getting back at her for? I mean, why does he feel insecure, bro? How do you feel insecure with Dom? I don't know what he feels like. <laughs> That's just people projecting onto him whatever they think. He probably thought he was just making a Well, he thought he probably thought he was just making a joke tweet. And then it, it immediately it more than once. Immediately if he if if he uh you know, if this stuff happens, um every supposed uh, wrestling dirt sheet outlet just jumps on this and makes a bunch of stuff out of it and then people actually end up talking about it. People actually yeah, end up cutting. He makes himself look like an idiot, bro. What can he? What can he do to make himself look like more of an idiot than he already is? 
That's right. So just shut your mouth. In other words, you know, just don't even acknowledge it. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I I don't give a shit what they say on Twitter. I don't pay attention to any of that. But I have to hear about it because other motherfuckers I listen to end up talking about it. <laughs> don't shoot me, please. Don't shoot the messenger. Oh no, no, Jimmy. Long before you asked me, I've already heard <laughs> it like twenty times from other people. Really? Like talking oh, talking wow. about how, you know, just. I'm just like who nobody even cares no one cares either way they don't care if he tweets they don't care if he doesn't tweet like the 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 real like the majority of wrestling fans are not following wrestling Twitter and they don't even know about this so to me it looked like a guy just making an inside joke or whatever obviously if in case everybody forgot this guy was working at the WWE and he probably he knows all these people so it's probably just like his you know he probably is cool with dom and the whole family and everything like that because he was there and he was involved working with right, them exactly he was I supposed mean, to be getting with uh with ray's kid his his, his other that kid was awkward bro and he yeah did. it was ex- ex- it. extremely awkward um but i'm sure that because of that uncomfortable situation they all kind of bonded over how stupid it was like yeah i, I wish we weren't doing this but oh well um rather than just speak up and shut it down but um, you know, that's why he's working where he's working. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I really, I really don't think nothing of it. Well, Chris Willen thinks that WWE needs to build on Dominic's heat while it's white hot. He should lie, cheat and steal his way into a championship before the steam fizzles out. Uh, imagine him as a champion though. Oof. I that will turn, that will turn the internet into a like cesspool, bro. There's going to be a lot of people that say that, though. They think this heat is legit. You think it's X-Pac heat? I just... No, I think it's Seth Rollins singing heat. I think that... I think they're... They, you know how Seth comes out and he's got his music and a few people start to, to sing. And right. then all of a sudden more people hear them singing and then they start to sing. And pretty soon you got a whole arena singing, right? After a few months, like, people right. catch on. Okay, the first time people boo Dominic or whatever, then it just becomes a fun thing to do they don't there's no I heat get there. you no there's some truth to that what you're saying that's true even because if I'm and, in denial and, about it a little bit yeah but, uh, and i already talked right. i already talked about this uh i think with big ray but it's like he's because ray asked me do you think he's stepped out of his father's shadow i was like stepped out of oh, it no, not not yet. only not only does he have one foot in his father's shadow because he's still everything he does still revolves around ray his other foot is in Eddie Guerrero's shadow because he's getting his hair cut like him and he's acting like him and doing all this stuff just like Eddie, his supposed real father, you know, yeah. like he's so puppy. Yeah, so he, if you the first time that Dominic has to do something on his own besides Judgment Day, besides Rey Mysterio, besides anything to do with Eddie Guerrero, he's yeah. going to get exposed. Yeah, they've got to tread carefully with, with Dom right now. I mean, i say, I've, I've suggested maybe he should do a hostile takeover of Judgment Day where he becomes literally the leader by default, even though there's no actual leader. But Chris agrees with you in the end because True Vet, hence why they should strap a rocket, i.e. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank would be interesting because he could be a real chicken shit type of heel. The heat would be immersed too, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I could see that, and then he'd never actually like he fails to cash it in would be a, a fine choice. 
Right. Uh, you'd get a, a shitload of heat too. Actually, that's a good idea. I think and he has been. He he ha- and, but as far as anything else, he has been a tag team champion already. Has he? Oh shit! He did. He did win it with his dad, right? Fuck! I forgot about that, man. That's true. If I was, dude, if I was booking, Dominic Mysterio would still be a babyface with his dad. He's not ready to be a heel yet. He just isn't. And the people aren't ready. The people aren't ready for it. But obviously, if I were booking, his babyface run would not have been as whack as it was the way they were doing it. Well, then you how know? would you book him though? Like because he's, he was pretty cheesy as a babyface because he was a white meat babyface. Like, exactly. You know? Right. And if you try to see him do anything besides that, you're not buying it. I don't True. buy him as tough. I don't buy him as somebody that Rhea Ripley would find attractive. I don't. I don't yeah. buy him as anything he does. He's still he's still like a punk kid, and he should be getting his ass beat all the time, but in a babyface way, so that the people will be like begging him to be like, "Come on, come on, just win one." Like Barry Horowitz, like, "Come on, just win one, Dom, just win one." And then he just he never does, and he never does, and then finally he does, and then the people will get really behind him. But the problem is they pushed him like he was somebody from the start, and then that's what makes the people kind of like, eh, they're not that interested. No, you're right. It's you have to make them just just like when you're a heel, you want the people to beg and pay to see him lose. Well, when he's a babyface, you could have made them beg and pay to see him win. You know, if you knew what you were doing, you could have gotten him over that way, but you didn't. And now you're doing this, and again, you think you're getting heat, uh, but you're not. All you're getting is Seth Rollins sing along. Dude, you know what's funny? I've got a video on YouTube, not on my network though. It's on the Rational Rage Network, where you know that was our original home of the PWC network a couple of years back, three years ago, um, where we spoke about Dominic back then when he first kind of debuted in you know White Me Babyface. That is my highest viewed video of anything, over twenty thousand views because of Dom, bro. It was just a little snippet about us talking about Dom. <laughs> so. So you're it saying he's like, a draw, is what you're saying? No, no, fuck no, absolutely not. No, what I'm trying to say is people are interested to to hear what people have to say about Dominic, though. I mean, it, is that a coincidence? I don't know, but over twenty thousand—that's the last I checked. It could be at forty or fifty at this point. Point is, it, it got a lot of like plays, all because we're talking about Dom, and he wasn't even a heel yet. Hmm. No, we knew a heel yet. <laughs> So it's kind of weird that he's got some sort of interest out there with the IWC, YWC. I find that kind of interesting, but um, I don't well, know. We'll you, see. You, I mean, it makes sense because if you tell me Rey Mysterio has a fucking son that's going to be a wrestler, I'm going to be interested. Right. Then I'm going to see him and then I'm going to be like, oh. But <laughs> if the WWE had done their job of promoting then they could have made me more interested in him. But instead, they've had every ridiculous thing that you could possibly do to make his make his time there like way more difficult than it had to be. Yeah, no, that's true. But I think he's he likes his position, that's for sure. And I mean... I bet. Oh, he would, absolutely. Because right now, he's one of the main acts in WWE. I mean, true? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> it does, it's it's no lie man it is what it is you know what i mean it just, i don't know it's 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 bizarro land 
is and this a case? Say, of, is this a case of everything on the show is so bad that people think the Dominic stuff is good? Is that really what it is? Is that how far the bar has fallen? Like, are we, are we, are we, are we seeing so many Dana Brooke matches and a, Akira Tozawa and, 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 uh, and a Xavier Woods backstage segments that were like, God, if we can only get some Dominic Mysterio out here to entertain us. Like, is that how bad it is now? Is that really how bad it is? Can you hit me with the neuralizer one more time? Jimmy? Jesus Christ. Absolutely. For you, Vit. This is two weeks in a row. We're doing this actually. As a matter of fact, (laughs) I'm telling you. Uh, I think we did it on Rampage last week, <laughs> and we, we we're doing it all over again for all because I t- told you, you can't even we can't even ask these type of questions because really, we have no idea what the hell's going on with this company or maybe we do but I don't know man but either way it, it's weird. Well, we know but, nothing's going to change. That's the thing. We keep holding on to that hope. Well, I don't, but you guys do. Uh, you you fans uh, keep holding on to that hope, and you think like one day they'll finally do something, and it's only going to uh, get worse. I, I won't lie. I did feel like that a few years ago, but I think now I'm... I'm you finally given up? I don't have the same hope, put it that way. As long as the PLEs entertain me, I'm happy, right? But I can't... I'll be honest, man. It's hard watching Raw and SmackDown week in, week out. Like... Especially, I mean, look at it like this. We're supposed to do this Monday nights. No one wants to stay around after Raw to do a show because Raw just drained their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I yeah. get it. But that's why, hence the Thursdays, you know? So, and it doesn't um, have to be like that because they have so many people under contract that right. every, like, literally every four or five minutes, you could be seeing something new. But I instead, know. it seems yeah. like they're trying to it seems like they're trying to pull time and stretch things out you know i mean they they're, they're on cruise control bro i mean that's all i can say they're making so much money right now do they need to change the product when you think about it well i mean they should and they do need to don't get me wrong but right they would make more money if they did they don't give a fuck clearly they just no they've become too big to fail this company's weird dude like i can't like and they've always been like this is nothing new they've always done this except when their backs are against the wall like the monday night wars where they actually did try different things and took risks but for whatever reason now it doesn't matter man well because because you you are counting back then the wwf originally counted on the actual product to draw fans and draw money right like they needed to succeed in order to to thrive as a business but if they're getting flat like if you're you're getting a flat amount of money for saudi arabia shows if you're getting a flat amount of money from puerto rico to put on a show there if you're getting flat amounts of money from tv networks for the rights though to broadcast your service you got these revenue streams it doesn't even matter how much you're drawing at the house you could draw half a house and you've already got your guaranteed money. Plus, you just sold for nine point three billion. So, whatever that means to you, I mean, they're not they're not doing this to survive anymore. No, that's true. they're not doing this. They're not living paycheck to paycheck. They're not worried about taking the water coolers out of the building, or whatever. You know, like they've got the guaranteed money. So anything else they get is just like a bonus. So they're not incentivized to. You know, why would you be incentivized to sell 
a pay-per-view when you've got Peacock streaming for a flat rate again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not selling them at 60 bucks a pop anymore even though you still can get them sometimes for some weird reason you could still buy yeah, them for can. 60 bucks here and there. That's true. But they're not they again that's that's like extra. That's like that's like a little cheddar on top. You know, it's not the whole pie. So that's why we're getting what we're getting. If you have no if if you have no uh necessity is the mother of invention or innovation if, if you've got none of that you're just going to get the same old tired retreads and you know you're, you're going to get this bloodline and bloodline and usos part and uh versus Sami Zayn and kevin owens part 27 you know like how do you kill a fucking great storyline that they managed to pull off like this i mean i know how they did it but yeah i'm so over that shit bro uh it is what it is what do you do man i mean wwe i mean but anyway let's get into the the main event though vet and take this shit home because it's depressing talking about it because next it is finn Balor versus seth freaking rollins for your wwe world heavyweight championship tournament semi-finals and uh what can we say i mean like i said i'm not gonna go blow for blow in this other than seth rollins wins via pinfall and via the blackout advancing to the tournament finals at night of saudis mm. yeah pal mm-hmm. not champions but of sheiks mm-hmm. as a matter of fact i mean yeah. shit wasn't there a point in this match where um where finn picked him up and barricade bombed seth uh i'm pretty sure he I don't remember that. Oh, no, you're... No, I don't remember that. I'm trying to see in the notes if there's any point where that's there. Um, Feels like something they should have wrote down because I'm pretty sure it happened. The only thing I wouldn't be sure about is... The reason I ask is, again, I was listening to that other Raw review and they said that, um, you know, they were repeating the spot from that SummerSlam when they had the match for the to crown the first universal championship oh, yes. i remember the one right oh the, you're talking about the buckle bomb into the barricade where finn yeah he ended he, up, right he separated finn balor's shoulder and they had right, the whole right, rest right. of the match like that so i thought there was a so you know they were saying like they did it again and i was like no i'm pretty sure that this time balor threw seth rollins into the barricade kind of like a you know a payback type thing um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking, but um, but the way they were talking about it made me second guess that it was, yeah, I don't even know. a thing. Yeah, I don't have it here. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to relook that. I it, mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I was just wondering. That was the time where Seth was injuring absolutely everybody too, man. Mm-hmm, if you remember, mm-hmm. Sting broke John Cena's nose. That's all in the same year, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. But I guess he's safe again, I think, for yeah, now. sure. Well, anyway, Seth wins. Finn goes back to the scrap heat. Uh, I, I just can't see Seth not winning this damn tournament, dude. No. We'll just have to see what they do with the other six guys they got over on SmackDown, which is like... I don't even know who all it is. I, we know oh, it's I AJ. It it's AJ's like Bobby one. Lashley. Um, yes. 
I can go to the list now if I have to. Would it be Austin uh, Theory? Would have was he on there? Oh yeah, yes, yes. Austin Theory is also part of it. Absolutely is. Um, let me see. That'd be World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. So yeah, I, I it doesn't really matter though. I don't see why they would even do this whole thing if it wasn't gonna. If they were gonna give it to Rollins, and if they give it to somebody else. <laughs> It's really I don't not mind gonna... if AJ wins even, but I doubt it. And then does he come to Raw and the oh, club has to stay on SmackDown? I have no idea, but this is the, the SmackDown bracket. It is AJ Styles, Edge, Rey Mysterio, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Sheamus. Which, do they have it grouped up by threes? or uh, Three, 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 yes. So. so basically, the winner. Wait, it's I don't probably, even know the gonna, matchups yet. It's probably going to be Edge. Edge? What to to get that that first championship run? You think? No, but to to come out of the SmackDown side. Uh, who's there's no Judgment Day. Oh, there's Damien. Oh no, he lost. There's no one left on Raw. What am I talking about? Uh, yeah, possibly. But is Edge going to go on to? bigger and better things now or is he still feuding with judgment day because i can see judgment day fucking that up for him man yeah maybe that but i don't know what else is there to do at judgment day like well they've been the workhorses right now man they've been fed to everybody in many ways yeah but he's already he's already i know but edge is done it well who's who's edge gonna face Rhea? like there's nobody left He's already done everything he can do with them. I think he's made his point. Ah, uh, yeah. But does WWE made their point? I hope you're right. It just wouldn't surprise me because what has Edge done since? I don't know. It's, it's like it's all been Judgment Day. They they have really not capitalized on his, you know, miraculous return. Right. It feels like he's never left. Yeah. Or he's not there now. <laughs> or he's not there now. He's just he's there, but it's like. I don't know, man. Yeah, you might you might get a candlelit promo once in a while, like a nice romantic <laughs> candlelight pre-tape from Edge. But other than that, you're probably not going to see him too much. Well, as long as you don't do a candlelight dinner with this chick, that's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> if that turns you on, good luck to you, <laughs> to anybody out there, whoever marries that girl. Woof, I bet you she's lesbian. <laughs> wow, god damn it, pal. I mean, would you sign her if you're Vince McMahon for the women's division? Imagine, she'd probably be a beast too, bro. <laughs> you don't say. Is Seth <laughs> Rollins got to slay her too? <laughs> the bitch slayer. After that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can picture <laughs> that. <so. laughs> yeah. <coughs> don't make me laugh, Vet. Damn it. All right, sorry. I'm choking. Well, Vet, you know what? Let's take this shit home, bro. Oh, but actually, one. Uh-oh. One more thing. One more thing. Did you see Christian's promo on uh, Arn Anderson? That was fucked. Yeah. About his son that just... Yeah, when he said that, I was like, do you really just do that? Dude, dude, I, I don't care if Arn knew. There's no way he would have been cool with that, dude. That's still fresh. Well, Arn, Arn Anderson loves Christian. He fucking oh. loves Christian. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard Arn bro. Anderson talk about Christian? He fucking loves him like a son. So really? if if Christian did that, he must have had Arn Anderson's blessing to do it. Well, but then 
fuck arm too if that's the case because I don't care. It's professional wrestling and but whatnot. He was, you don't do that. Well, the way he said it, he made it sound like he was... He... he I, I swear, like, I almost think... Um, part uh, at least part of me wants to believe that he forgot because he was talking about brock and he was like oh, was he because he yeah because he turned that he turned that promo he was saying like i'm gonna i'm gonna make you wish you, i hear you're looking for a new son because he's and then he started talking about brock uh brock anderson um oh, okay and and so i thought like did Christian just fucking make a faux pas on live TV and forget that Aaron Anderson had another son that just passed away? Because oh, it's not worth it. Even if even if he he cleared it with Aaron, like it's not worth it. Just for a no. you can't you can't be serious in a time when everybody knows that wrestling's fake and you got a dinosaur guy standing next to you. <laughs> a dinosaur guy. God damn it! I like dinosaurs. <laughs> and I also also I saw Brock. Um, have a match with somebody on uh, Ring of Honor, and I was like, "Oh, you still uh, it was oh, it was Brian Cage. It was Brian Cage. They had a match, and I was just like, holy fuck, this kid is bad. Brock He's Anderson's bad, the dude. worst wrestler I've ever seen in my life, bro. He didn't get none of his father's aptitude for this. <laughs> I, I feel Nothing, bad for dude. him. He, he's so he's so terrible. He's so terrible. He's worse than every woman's wrestler. I was Ooh. like, fuck." <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. This kid is not ready for television, man. <laughs> nah, man. And I hope, I'm sure Arn can see that. But does he have the heart to tell his kid that? I don't know. He man, should. He should. You better but... tell him, like, show him. <laughs> show him all over there in AEW. No one's yeah. showing anything, it seems. But it's just like my theory and Jeff's theory, as a matter of fact. We both think that. uh the cowboy butterfly himself in hangman adam page and uh brian danderson are secretly have secretly got concussion issues right now is it that big a secret well it hasn't come out publicly right now i mean danderson hasn't done shit in how long he looks kind of thin he looks pale he's just talking shit i i, I think he's got issues and he's not coming out with it and hangman the first time around he did have that issue but now they're not saying nothing. He just disappeared. So I'm assuming he's got concussion issues once again. That's what they do over there in AEW, dude. I mean, Miro's back apparently too. I hope he was going in there to ask for his release. Straight up. <laughs> they, they write that in as an angle on TV. <laughs> TK is fucking capable of something like that, dude. I mean, honestly. I mean, I could see it. But that's... Forget it. Forget I even said that, Vent, because you know what, man? Tell them where they can find you, man. Man, all the social media platforms, at Opinion Haver, you can find me all over the uh, the Hami Media Group, uh, Next Level Wrestling Review with Big Ray Hernandez every Wednesday, live at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find me on the Impact Attack every Monday night, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find me on... Uh, you know pwc you never know if i might show up on a monday night machismo thursday edition thursday. or, thursday or a rampage uncaged we recently did a rampage uncaged we, we also did. i did shooting the shit on sensor with Piers austin great so show a- man i was i was gonna pop that i was gonna actually mention that but then uh we moved on that was good man that was a great show bro shout outs to to that show go check it out and shout outs to Piers austin yeah Piers austin was great it was a lot of fun um 
So yeah, just uh, you, there's plenty of me out there if you, if you want. So you can just go find it. Twitch.tv slash opinion haver. Hang out and chat uh, while I play some games or whatever. Um, check out uh, Wrestling with Rip Rogers every Friday. Uh, live Q and A's um, on the Rip Rogers channel, Lila Studios. And uh, check out Stevie Richards. He's got all kinds of stuff going on. He's well on his road to recovery. He's back on to the review shows. He's back doing the big fitness show. He's back putting up new videos <laughs> and exercise equipment reviews. And just, it's like he's never left. So Back to normal. <laughs> yep. So that's awesome. check out Stevie Richards. And that's, uh, that's all from me, Jimmy. Oh, wonderful. Well, homeboy says before I say much, daddy's worse than David Flair. He's worse than David Flair. Brock Anderson, I'm telling you, he's worse than David Flair. And David was bad, but Brock, he's even badder. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's that bad. Anyway, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ MasterFX and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWCNetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also, ChannelAttitude.com where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling, including the vet, myself, Big Ray Hernandez, Stevie Richards, Vince Russo, Stevie Ray, Bin Amin, you name it, everybody's there at channelattitude.com. Also, like and subscribe at hummingmediagroup.pumming.com for all our affiliate shows, including Jeff's Garden of Doom. I love how Bin put him over this past week on Light the Fuse, and he mm. called it Garden of Evil. <laughs> and then uh, Garden of Nirvana. It is Garden of Doom, though, Ben. I'm just telling you. <laughs> but still, you put him over. Anyway, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's the opinion haver, the vet, Jamie Williams. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network. I think we're out, man. I thank you. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. This is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today.